Senor Ivan Martinez. We are here on the tap. Uh, what's happening right now? And uh, we're adding a little bit of mystery. This is an audio only uh, episode. <laughs> no makeup, but it's okay. And then we'll have you've brought in some protein, some soju, some NOS, uh, high performance energy drink. And uh, my goodness, look at you go. GT Grape. GT Grape. I do like the Grape Powerade, the light, the light purple. It's a, it's a great artificial flavored grape. is pretty delicious. Number one. Oh, absolutely. But uh, you have your mustache. It's rock and roll and a haircut. You're going to a wedding, you said, this, uh, this Saturday. This Saturday. Key and S uh, getting married. Uh, one of my wife's co-workers. Wife's co-workers. Is uh, she a good person? Is the guy good? Is, or do you have no idea who these people are? Uh, I've met him once. And how was that meeting? Right. Did they make a good enough first impression? Did they have a good handshake? Yeah. Oh, he's he's shaking his head. Nah, no, I'm just kidding. Well, because they're gonna be listening to this. Who isn't gonna be listening to this this episode of the podcast? You, your second time on the tap, sir. Uh, the first time we were over in Sacramento at your, your original place. Now you live here in Wintersland, mm-hmm. in Suffolk, Victoria, and some some other person. And Lola. And Lola, Lola Bear, who's just who's just the cutest little bulldog. She's been sleeping all day. All day. What does she dream about, this Lola Bear? Probably all the food that she can't have. All the food she can't have. Yeah. What food can't she have? Uh, anything like chicken, because she'll break out. Cheese because she'll get the runs. I mean, the list goes on. Let's go. Yeah, well, I love all those things. You know, it's worth the runs. Even if I get uh, lactose intolerant, I will welcome the runs and I will spend my time in the toilet earning that cheese. Those dogs are anomalies. I honestly don't understand how they're existing. Uh, we have taken the role of God upon ourselves as human beings and have bred these these poor animals uh, to the point where they cannot reproduce themselves just because they look cute and are adorable and are fantastic uh but what what painful existence they live but she seems like a very happy pup she's getting oh, she around she's waddling around she's she's chilling always always munching on something uh but we're here today uh, not to have some idle chit chat i mean we are but uh uh, you fancy yourself a uh, 90s cartoon and movie buff. So, I mean, just getting into the 90s cartoons where I even have my notes here, I would say is the golden age of cartoons. That's not to throw shade on the cartoons of years past, like your Tom and Jerry's, your Bugs Bunny. There's some heavy hitters, some immortals. But by and large, in my opinion, 90s is the goat era of cartoon entertainment. Would you agree? Um <laughs> I feel like there's always been uh, politics in cartoons, especially uh, way back in the day, right? Politics in cartoons. and everything going on, they would do certain cartoons to depict America in a certain light and maybe, you know, our opposing enemies <laughs> in a different light. The one that the Bugs Bunny one where that's he's like, here you go, slant one. eyes, yeah. like, and all that, like, it is unbelievably racist yeah. <laughs> back then. And like, uh, I, like, I think that's always been around. Mm-hmm. The 90s, I guess I didn't really see too much of it because I was... I was a kid, so I saw it, but I just didn't see it. I didn't understand. But now being, you know, in my 30s, some of the cartoons I'll, like, check out when a family member's watching TV or something, mm-hmm. it's like, well, this is oddly specific and trying to send more, convey a bigger message than what it is. Is it, like, modern cartoons or, like, when we're watching the old, like, say, Pepe Le Pews and whatnot? I think more modern. I th- uh, Yeah, the Pepe Le Pew thing, that was a 
very messy situation. He's, uh, you know, he's a very loving and passionate person. SpongeBob's. We got SpongeBob in the background. His hat just flew on his Squidward's big fat nose. But anyways, uh, that's actually one of the questions that I had of just like 90s cartoons were funny because they're made out of the sake of being funny and ridiculous and just there is no holds barred on what they could do or what they couldn't do. And politics seemed like they were out of it. It was just funny. I mean, some stuff, is it edgy or too intense for by today's standards? I'd say, yeah, yeah, but because people are just always adding the extra narrative to it. When we're little, we're watching this stuff. It's funny. Like, we're not thinking politics. We're not thinking what's the message behind what's going on here. Like, why can't it just be entertaining? And I feel like the 90s just nailed it. And nowadays, cartoons have to, they're, you were on thin ice. Yeah. You, you know, have to be so PC. One of my favorite cartoons, Ed and Eddie, I didn't think the Kanker sisters were Ooh. technically trying to take advantage of the Eds. You know, I thought it was more of a, oh, you know, they're girls and they're like us, ew, cooties, when it was more like, yo, drop them pants, boy. They they were absolutely yeah. trying to rape the Eds. It sure All the Eds. Right? Uh, the one with the blue hair I thought was the cutest Kanker sister. By far. Like, the other Kanker sisters. I mean, yeah, like, if there was a sloppy foursome with just me and the the Kanker sisters in their trailer. Eating those sandwiches. Remember the sandwiches that they made the Eds? Like, they're just sloppy Joes, and they're just eating the shit out of it with their dad's bathrobes on. (laughs) There was was stuff like, uh, what was it? They found some, like, metal gears in there and everything. Oh, oh, like, Eds just coughs out the gear. This is, this podcast would be a little more freeform of just really just stream of consciousness when it comes to cartoon like when anything that you like just pops to mind just shout it out like that that episode of just the ed's pulling gear like literal metal gears out of the food i'm think now i'm thinking about it those three sisters probably same mom three different dads oh hands up like what the hell is going on with the canker sisters and i love the episode that like they're they're doing a little booze cruise it's a float and the canker sisters like are pirates they go but ed turns on his Flips his ear and puts his lips in the fucking water and yeah, starts they just motorboating <laughs> that guy. Head. <laughs> you also want to That was Eddie. The sound effects. Oh, Eddie's great. A comedian. He has that volcano on his head. Yeah. What was it about Ed, Ed and Eddie that just tickled you? Tickled you. It so? was the first show I ever saw on the first day we ever got cable. Really? So that's why it, it literally. I remember the. Dude, go in there, setting everything up. Damn. I'm like sitting in the background, then boom, my mother has to go do some stuff. I think my brother maybe had practice of some sort of sport, probably soccer. Of course. Uh, (laughs) Or, you know, he was busy. He was doing something else. So I had my turn with the TV and Cartoon Network, Eddie and Eddie, and I was like, I'm in love. So get my show. Give me your story of like, so you didn't have cable growing up. No. Like what age and like what got you into cartoons? Oh, no, what point, like what just ensnared you? At that you point, about? I had to have been probably twenty, twenty two. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, I had cable early on. You know, yeah. we just didn't have enough to money to get all the channels and everything back in the day. But we got what I needed. Absolutely, so I was real happy with. No, it's that yeah. one. Like cable was always. Like, waiting for shows to come on, going to Channel 3 and seeing what shows are, like, on the way. You have to wait for it to I kind of missed that, right? Uh, what was it? Me and my wife just started watching um, Gundam Wing. Yeah. The one hey, with yeah. the Definitely gonna G-Team. Get into the anime aspect. Oh, like, yeah. And, anime. Um, you know, we're binge-watching it. We're watching... We're way into it already, mm-hmm. right? In a couple of days. Back in the day, it's like... 
for Gundam, it'd be Toonami, right? Yeah. No, I definitely have a Toonami. Um, you're saying all the right things, Martinez. And uh, you'd watch one episode, and then you got to wait. Yet wait an entire... A week. I mean, or so Dragon Ball Z bi-weekly? every day. I think Dragon Ball Z, maybe it was, maybe it was once a week. Because it's like, damn, find out next... The next Tune episode. in next time. Dragon Ball Z. And then all it'd be is Goku still powering They're up. They're powering up for about 20 episodes. I mean, Toonami, let's just get right into it. That was the, my introduction into anime, and it was always Gundam Wing before. There's Sailor Moon, Gundam Wing, and then Dragon Ball Z. It was always on at 9 o'clock because my bedtime was at 9.30. And so Dragon Ball Z, and I, I rewatched it on Crunchyroll. Shout out to Terry Rudiganier. It gave me his Crunchyroll account. And I watched it, but it wasn't the american like it was dubbed but the music wasn't the same it wasn't that synthy hard rock awesome which i think completely and utterly made that show because i'm listening to it with the japanese the horns and goku turned super saiyan for the first time and i'm supposed to believe that is that's gonna get me juiced no like that epicness the music the the hard rock and just even Vegeta's uh, power. I, I would love to be able to get the copyrights for that and put it on the tap. But the music of Dragon Ball Z in the '90s was just unreal. I've never, no, I've never seen anything like it. Like why, Dragon Ball Z is probably, if not like the staple of animes in the '90s and early 2000s. Well, you know what's interesting? The people that got me into Dragon Ball Z was actually my uncles that were fresh from Mexico. Really? And they're the ones. What? Yeah. So the cartoon scene in Mexico, was that oh, like... It's big, too. As big as the United States, would you say? I mean, where they can get TVs. Yeah. At least back in the day. Uh, were there any, like, cartoons in Mexico that we don't know about that were just balling down there? Justin would be the guy to ask. Just, of I, course. I've never been to Mexico. Some cartel animation, just <laughs> yeah. blood and gore. Uh, it's, um, Toonami was... It was so different. I remember kind of... It wasn't a traditional cartoon. Like, my dad would come in sometimes, and he's just like, the fuck is this stuff? Like, what do you... So, uh, I can right, picture so here's, Okay, here's a story. Ready for story time? If you have story time, let me know. We got story time. So, it's uh, Sunday Biscuits, and I get done. I've scarfed... I stuff my fat face, and I go into the living room, and I turn on SpongeBob, which we have on as uh, ambient little background noise here. And it's the, uh, the, training, the training episode. Where it's uh, it's just the training video. Oh, you just started working working at the Krusty Krab. Like here, don't be a Squidward. And titali, so I, titali, titali, titali. exactly. So he gets to that point. Ben Gertz walks in. He's I, I'm in high school at this point. I think, but I still love Sponge because it's just so silly. I sit down, or he sits down, and it gets to that point. It's just he makes it about three quarters through before he just goes, Jesus Christ, gets up and leaves the room. <laughs> he just couldn't fucking handle it. That poor bastard. He had a similar um, expression when you and I were watching Half Baked at your house back when we were young. Uh, he, he, he was like, it was when Dave Chappelle uh, finally let go of Mary Jane. But it was Mary Jane talking to him. Yeah. Uh, you know yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's like, oh, yeah. real quick, real quick. Yeah, That's yeah. at the end. And so, then you're just like, what the? He just went off and like, this is what you like to watch. But I'm just sitting there I like, don't, I don't what's remember going? This. I do. I'm just, I'm just sitting there like, <laughs> okay. But he's talking to you, so I'm like, I'm just gonna pretend I don't exist. I don't know. No, I'm low English, Mr. Gertz. <laughs> I've never seen this show in my uh, life, sir. I don't know. But it's just, I don't know. It's super funny. That movie came out in 1998. 
98, like the 90s is in terms of like, I was thinking about it as I'm writing down my notes here, things to talk about. Cartoons, the golden age. Movies, can't say it's the golden age of movies, but some, um, some of the most iconic movies ever made out of the 90s. And the music, hip hop and R&B, the rap, like where gangster rap actually had gangsters killing each other. The 90s movie era was what made me like what I like nowadays. So what, give me like your inspiration like, growing up, you first saw Ed, Ed, Eddie, which had, like, a huge impact. Honest, I love, um, you can get really artistic with it. The art before, like, the episode starts, and it's like, this is the name of yeah. the episode. It was super yeah. weird and, like, abstract and just the wacky. Almost dog-like as well. That, yes. Very, it's just so, like, it was just high. Like, I don't know if it caused anybody anxiety, but, like, that art was wild. That's why I love the still art in SpongeBob when there's, like, the yeah. joke leads to it. And it's just, oh, I have no soul, says Squidward. It's just a, a close-up, just a painted picture of just whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. But, yeah, yeah, give me your, like, what movies inspired you? What what turned you into this movie weakling, well, into with, this movie with, buff? Oh, we'll start with, like, since we're talking about cartoons, you know, Edit and Eddie, um, Static Shock. Static Shock? Yeah. What was that? One that I missed that slipped through? You don't know? Well, that was on WB. Okay, WB is not where my expertise lies. Okay. Because that's Pinky the Brain and Recess, So I believe. Uh, Static Shock, he's a DC character, a uh, young black kid. Uh, with, uh, oh, never his, mind. His, <laughs> his uh, best friend was named Virgil, and he becomes like the super tech superhero, but Virgil does. But well, actually, sorry, my bad. Virgil is uh, Static Shock, yeah. That's cool. So he, it, the big bang happens is this cloud of gas that releases, and he gets powers. And he becomes Static Shock, so he basically, you know, just electric powers. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. He I actually would, ends like up down the line in, like, the future. He becomes one of the strongest superheroes. In actual DC yes. lore. Why haven't they made a movie about him or anything like that? It's interesting, right? Because uh, Ochoa and me talked one time when there were rumors that they were going to make. Um, Ochoa is your old roommate and old Marine buddy. Yeah. So yeah. For those who don't know. Um, he was talking about the rumors that the new... Superman was going to be black, right? And my <laughs> God, what a crazy concept! So I think there is a universe where he is, or regardless, I agree with what he had to say. He said, "Why don't they bring out the black superheroes they already have, which is one of the strongest, being Static Shock?" It's like almost belittling their beginning uh, and like, "Oh, let's just change this." But you know, that's- it's like, who would you say? I'm down to have this pod go a little bit all over the place since we're just talking about straight up 90s creativity. Like, who would you say is the most popular black superhero? Like, Black Panther? It's like that one's a heavy hitter, I think but. As a late, it would be Black Panther, but in my some, opinion, Static Shock would destroy Some people. of the most iconic, I'd say, superheroes are white. Or it's like Superman, Iron Man. Batman, like there's okay. renditions. Say uh, Piccolo, Piccolo for Piccolo sure is black. Is the blackest guy. He's blacker than Skeeter from Doug, <laughs> <laughs> for sure. But um, God bless it. There's just so many iconic characters, but it. I don't know what it would be like to not see myself in my my heroes. So like Miles Morales, I think is an awesome Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Like love into the Spider Verse, and what Stan Lee had to say. I might have told this story in the pod before, but. Uh, from what I recall, Spider-Man had his mask on. Yes, he's Peter Parker, this white nerd. But when he's Spider-Man, anybody can identify with Spider-Man. It doesn't matter what race you are, how you identify. Once the mask is on, anybody can be Spider-Man. I like which is, which is pretty cool. 
uh, who uh, who's the most popular black DC uh, hero? Again, I, I would say Static Shock. Static Shock. He's a, a villain? Or oh, a hero. Hero, sorry. Whoa, I, was, whoa, I, was thinking whoa, my next, I was thinking of my next question, like the most popular villain. Just because of his race, he has to be a villain? Absolutely. Okay, Aaron. <laughs> Black Vader. <sorry>. Darth Vader. <laughs> the tap has gone completely racist. No, no, but uh, yeah, like that show was one of them. Uh, Dragon Ball Z, Yu Yu Hakusho. Mm-hmm. That one's solid. But maybe that one's that, even yeah. younger than 90s. I'd I say Yu Yu's probably 80s. It seemed like very classic, kind of Dragon Ball-esque uh, animation. Yeah, kind of classic. Uh, but I watched it in the 90s, so mm-hmm. whatever. There wasn't, I mean, other than the Boondocks, Samurai which isn't... Jack. Samurai Jack was dope. The Boondocks was like the only show that had a, like straight black characters, but that wasn't in the 90s. I mean, there's a, what, what 90s cartoon had solely black characters you know what i can't even think of like any. a black main character i can't think of any i mean Otto had a pretty good tan and rocket power but they was white yeah um yeah nothing really comes to mind no there's like and I mean, doug you I know don't remember any hispanic uh shows either right there was mucha lucha but i mean <laughs> mucha lucha <laughs> had a character named the flea okay the flea i mean there's I mean, The Simpsons. I mean, those like adult cartoons, I guess. But we're talking more kids' cartoons. More. Excuse me. Coming of age. South Park. We, we grew up South Park. My God. That is the furthest thing from a kid's cartoon. Starring kids. They can get away with anything. Anything. Unapologetically themselves. Your family guys. Your, there's just so much. So many cartoons born in the 90s. Um, but well, let's see. Let me get to one of the questions here. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Hold on. Hold on. Ooh. Because uh, I saw this on Instagram the other day of just everybody wanted Arnold. Hey, Arnold. One of the best. Uh, I mean, Gerald was an awesome character. His best yeah, friend. Yeah. Um, hey, Arnold had some of the most iconic locations and just so cool. Like the premise of it. The premise of some of these shows. Like they, they, they have so much creative autonomy of what you can do. So you're in a city. Uh, Arnold's room. Who didn't want Arnold's room with the glass Dude, ceiling? Yeah, yeah. You know, like what what are some like cartoon locations? I just that wanted come, a room. That room would be dope. <laughs> what uh I don't know, are there any like locations that come to mind like when you're watching cartoons? Like Arnold's room was dope. The lookout in Dragon Ball Z, Kami's Lookout. The, the lookout the treehouse and codename Kids Next Door. The treehouse I never really watched too much of that, but that yeah. I, I do respect That's that cool. treehouse. Uh, what about Ed and Eddie? They had like just the cul-de-sac. I Eddie's room. Cool. Eddie's room was sick. Eddie's room was really sick. Yeah. Ed lived like a homeless person. I doubt that his parents were even there. Oh, he was in the basement. Basement. And his bathtub. He was. And his bathtub was full of gravy. It's a back bowl. When the Eds change places, it's a great uh, of gravy. Look, we're looking at here, like SpongeBob SquarePants, the a pineapple. pineapple. Yeah. Uh, honestly, Patrick's house I thought was like kind of cozy. If you're just chilling underground, he's got sand furniture, TV, all that. We're watching the episode right now. It was, it was like the, the, how about the satellite for uh, the Avengers, or was that early 2000s? Oh, that might. I will give. I will tip my cap to the Not early the early 2000s. Those Justice are honorary names. The, the Justice, Justice, Justice League. League. I hate the Avengers. The Avengers. Oh, the Justice League. The, uh, the Justice League would destroy them. Justice League would destroy the Avengers? 
Who's gonna take out the Hulk versus Superman? I feel like Superman would find a way to kill. I the think shit Superman would probably kill. <sighs> if it was a naughty, evil no, Superman, you, all you need is Batman. Batman, I love the fact, and they even show like that cartoon was pretty deep in early 2000s. Just uh, just like where Batman's like, I have a contingency to eliminate all of you in case you become compromised, even myself. He's like General Mattis. From what, what's General Maddox from? Mattis, the Marine Corps. Mattis. Oh, is he just a, a he naughty? Had, uh, have a plan to kill everybody you meet. <sighs> That's. I mean. It's a cool quote, but I'm not sure that breeds a lot of mental health if you're going about life. There's that more way. to the quote about for being, sure. There's more to the sure. quote about being professional and, uh, <laughs> I'm and killing them. Yeah, when I see my grandma next, <laughs> all right, Granny, how this? <laughs> you can't imagine the plans I've been uh, plotting. Who would you say is like the your cool, like most badass '90s cartoon character? Just an absolute. Beast, killer, maybe anime, or in like the kid stories. I mean, it's gonna be Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. It's gonna be Goku and Vegeta. Vegeta is the truth. He's such a savage. I'd say Nickelodeon badasses. Auto Rocket was pretty badass uh, was there for any a 10 year old. Really? He was, he was, I mean, Ed with 1D. He's a, he's a badass. The idiot? Ed from Ed and Eddie. Oh, but yeah. that's Cartoon Network. That's not Nickelodeon. Yeah, I mean, it's both. I guess let's, let's Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon. Let's combine the two. Like, I mean, Ed probably got uh, Goku level powers for sure. Voiced by the same. No, no, Rolf was voiced by the guy that voices yeah, Goku, the son of the shepherd. Son of a shepherd. Um, Otto was a pretty dope character, like a ten-year-old being able to snowboard, uh, surf, and like one of the locations I had in mind. Uh, this the Shore Shack was dope. It's the first restaurant on the pier. You're just chilling right there. It's open. Oh, you see, I, I didn't even remember that, and I used to watch that show. Really? Yeah. Oh, Tito's fat ass is cooking up all the burgers. He sleeps upstairs. I was more of a fan like of uh, Rocco's Modern Life. That that was a wacky show. That was one of the shows that were too taboo. Debbie Gertz said none of this. How did she find out? I was did watching. She She's like it? none of this. Uh, Ren and Stimpy, none of that. Uh, Get it out of here. I was never a fan of Ren and Stimpy oh, at all. Oh, so wild. And even looking looking at it now, it's just like really. It's outrageous. It's hilarious though. Uh, and then wrestling too. Wrestling in the '90s, she saw one too many suckets and like, no, you're not watching this. <laughs> nah, D Generation X, not for my children. How dare she? How dare she tell me a child what to watch, what I consume? She gave you life and a place to live. Uh, you take how, it back. How dare she? <laughs> she gave me a place to live too. <laughs> well, let me uh, take a. Let me go piddle. Hit play and said record. What an idiot. Uh, that part was a little a little stinky, but uh, I have more. So let's see here, iconic locations. Dexter's Lab, Dexter's Lab. Let's That's let's break it down. Um, I love the sound that Dee Dee's shoes made when she'd walked. <laughs> <laughs> um, another phrase like a, a core memory that these cartoons instilled in me: omelette du fromage. <laughs> Dexter, he tries to cram French. Overnight, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then that's all I he can say that. from now on. He, he acquires world-renowned frame, uh, fame. Do you? All right, here's a little trivia question for you. Do you know Dexter's Lab that well? Decent. What was in that episode where he learns omelette du fromage? Uh, what was the password to get into his lab? Yeah, I don't. Star Wars. Okay. Star Wars, he says. But like, there's so many cool ways he got into his lab, and then Mandark. 
That was cool. I hated Man- that. Mandark was an asshole. <laughs> yeah. But that not only was Dexter, the original Dexter, they did some remakes later on. It, they're just not even, like, the animation's different. It's just totally lame. But uh, there's always three episodes. It was Dexter, and then it was either I Am Monkey or The Justice Friends, which was hilarious. There's, like, a Captain America character, Van a purple... Va- uh, Val Hal... Uh, Val no, no, Val... Valhalla. No, it wasn't no, Valhalla. Valhalla is the place you died. Yeah. Uh, Major Glory, <laughs> the imbraggable crunk. Valhalla. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's Valhalla. Valhalla. Yeah. The the rocker. Yeah. The Viking. His his room in the apartment was just like this epic, like galaxy of planets and stuff yeah. like that. It was sick. But Dexter's Lab. That's one of my all time favorites. Um, really. And and Cartoon Network. That. Uh, Johnny Bravo was awesome. Ed and Eddie, of course. And then I would definitely want to Samurai Jack. Samurai it's Jack. Be on there. I I remember watching that like I think it was the first episode where he just takes on an entire army of robots, and he's just slays them all. I didn't watch too much more after that. I thought it was cool. I wasn't a huge fan of its animation type, which that's big for me. That's why I'm not super keen on old anime. Well, fan fiction is uh, Samurai Jack is actually Professor Oak. No way. So he explain. Up, supposedly, he ends up going. You know, he travels through um, universes and timelines. Samurai Jack. Yeah. Okay. So then he eventually gets to that timeline, and he discovers that Professor X died. So he takes over, and boom. Professor X ever, or Professor Oak. Professor Oak is Pokemon, bro. Yeah, you said Professor Oak. I said Professor X. Did you? Yeah, I'm pretty a- sure. Akis. Oh. He's Professor X. Yeah. I mean, if you look at him, they look a lot alike. I mean, he's not bald. Professor X is not bald. No, Samurai Jack's not bald. Uh, neither of them are bald. Uh, but he can walk. Samurai Jack can walk. So can Professor... Professor oh X is in the goodness. wheelchair, bro. Professor Utonium. He Utonium? Used, yeah, he used... Uh, chemical X to create the Powerpuff Girls. Oh, that professor. Yeah. <laughs> that pro- I was going to talk about the Powerpuff Girls a little bit. Who was your favorite one? Buttercup. Buttercup. Yeah, she's bad. She looked just... Just this angry little shit. Exactly. These are ass. these are just... Yeah, she's a badass. But they're all... They all, have, they all play their part. Uh, not a lot of diversity in the Powerpuff Girls. What do you mean? Where the black Powerpuff Girls, where the Hispanic Powerpuff Girls, where the Oriental Powerpuff Girls, just uh, three privileged white chemically engineered superheroes. They had a gay dude in there. Uh, the the ooh, the devil looking guy. Him. Him. And Mojo Jojo. That was pronoun. <laughs> Him. That, that show was before its time. A Dexter's Lab. I think Getty to re- like definitely the same creators of Dexter's Lab. Oh, yeah. and Powerpuff Girls. Yeah. Uh, but Samurai Jack, I tip my cap to how awesome it is, and just the this voice show. actor of Samurai Jack, he does a lot of voices. Yeah, it's incredible when you look at their resume of work. Say uh, the guy that does Fry from Futurama, another amazing cartoon. Uh, he's the Red Eminem. He's Doug. Uh, do you know off the top of your head any other voices that uh, the guy from Samurai Jack did? Oh, I I know he was in. Um... Was it Dead Island, the game? Dead Island. Oh. Yeah. But, he, but he is in a lot, a lot of shows. A voice that I freaking loved. I didn't realize it was Bender. Uh, Marcus Phoenix from Gears of War, yeah, the voice of Bender. He's in a lot of things. He is. You're like, he's, man, um, like, he's a badass guy. Who is he? He's Jake the Dog. 
Jake the Dog. Oh, in uh, Adventure Time. Yeah. That one, that came out mid-2000s, yeah? I believe so. No, there's, all right, so Adventure Time, I respect, and Regular Show. Between the two, Regular, regular show, show. hands down. But Adventure Time had some wild, ridiculous episodes. Oh, Just yeah. some of the stuff they do. I'm like, this is some dark, like, they didn't realize, like, the PC culture hadn't come out and ruined everybody's lives yet. The fact that we were able to take a joke or just be ridiculous for the sake of being ridiculous. And be like, hey, take whatever politics you're trying to infuse in this story that is not allowing for it. You're, they're just, people will just add extra stuff to it just to be offended. Yeah, no, that's just a, to ruin that's the fun. It's a slippery slope we're in right now, right? It's very slippery. It's kind of shitty, right? Where someone's like, well, that offends me. I don't want it. So then that other person can say, well, that offends me. I don't want it. But it seems like it can only, then don't it's only watch allowed it. to offend a certain demographic nowadays mm-hmm. so they can get rid of it. But if it's the other way around, they can't get rid of it. I think just leave it up. Leave it open. There's, leave it to there, interpretation. There's a number one. There's a couple number one rules in there. Don't break those. Other than that, have fun. Have fun. Take a joke. Like Of all like the 90s cards, we're watching Spongebob right now. I mean, there's nothing about this that screams racism or promoting a political agenda it is just silly and parents yeah, there was are just those people rumor, there was those rumors that that was uh, making children uh, IQ drop I mean if anything I thought it just increased uh, creativity when you think about what they're doing what Spongebob the character is capable of he can take a beating and not get hurt from flats the food are just yeah <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> the, the sheer insanity of it I think helps like, is it traditional education? Like, no, it's not. It's not Bill Nye the Science Guy. But it, uh, I think, helps inspire a little creativity. It's okay to be a little wacky, a little yeah, out yeah. there. Be animated yourself. I mean, at least that's for me. Some kids are more reserved, or maybe they don't roll like that. Then watch a dark, moody anime. Watch Akira. <laughs> Watch some wild stuff. Uh, what do we got here? So what do you think? I mean, we're just honing in on it, just what made... 90s cartoons and early 2000 cartoons the truth like what what puts them over the edge why was this the golden age the golden era it's simply gonna be the fact that we were born in it yeah that's it we were raised with really it because really it. you take any other generation there's always gonna say there's better right i mean what 80s cartoons 70s cartoons or 60 cartoons could compare to the, I mean, Tom and Jerry is hilarious. To, oh, I love. I, I mean, Tom and Jerry is one of those cartoons that helped me build a relationship with my father. Yeah, because we would watch it together. When you think back at that, that is some of the most beautiful backdrop art. It's like the noir. It's kind of uh, '40s New York, almost '50s. It's just so beautifully illustrated. Mm-hmm. Um, even like SpongeBob to a certain extent, like Tom and Jerry had some of the greatest animation. Uh, what like what cartoons stand out to you is just like this animation is dope. The the drawing, the colors, the vibrance. Is there anything that stands out? I, I mean, Arnold was Hey Arnold was kind of cool. Yeah, like just the cityscape. A, hey Arnold had a kind of like a funky vibe. It had a very funky vibe. Yeah. It was different. Uh, very like these are abstract characters. Like look at their heads. It's all just so ridiculous, goofy-looking football head. I love the episode where I think it's Harold Stinky and Sid Moon, the principal, <laughs> and Arnold gets blamed for it. They show a sketch of all three of their asses. <laughs> you never, I don't know if you'd be able to do that. <laughs> King of the Hill. King of the Hill was dope. I love King, King of the Hill. Hill's great. Yeah. 
An adult show, I'd say. An adult show. Uh, that's an a, adult I cartoon. Mean, I'd say borderline with uh, The Simpsons. Less, yeah. less fart jokes, more uh, grown-up adult humor, politics involved in there. I mean, Hank Hill definitely was quite conservative, so yeah. being, having to adjust to the new world, just like most of us, the new world that we're in, to his extent, was, you know, having to come to terms with things are changing, and that's okay. It's cool. Because he, he was actually such a nice character, right? Like Absolutely. There was that uh, Chris Rock played that one character, uh, Buddha, Buddha, something Buddha? Mm, I don't recall. I'm pretty sure it was Chris Rock. Uh, but uh, p- people thought that uh, Hank was uh, borderline racist, and then where I think Bernie Mac played another character, which mm. was working on his water boiler, on his water heater. I remember Snoop Dogg was the pimp, yeah, the white dude pimp from Oklahoma. Named Slickback. <laughs> I am the Mac Daddy of Highlight County. Well, it's Hank was a certain point of view that you can identify with. It's funny, yeah. but it's like he's more traditional. He's more. He's very traditional. He's just. He's also like a bitch compared to Cotton, who's uber. He's uber traditional, and Hank's just not in in his. He's a war hero, borderline war criminal. Absolutely, absolutely. I do hate Peggy Hill though. Oh, she's infuriating. My wife hates Peggy Hill. Good. If Victoria hates her, then that is like that's my a okay to hate someone. Bobby, borderline hateable. Borderline hateable. He's like yeah. very irritating at times. I say early Bobby's better, but then he just turns in. He's just this wild douche. But uh, besides, I, I feel like The Simpsons in its in the '90s run was so. It was just. It was stupid, but it was so funny. It was so lowbrow, but it was tongue in cheek and just clever. Yeah, I don't know clever if I can get choice. behind the new one. I haven't watched it. Eh. But I'm assuming most likely I wouldn't be able to. The new, anything newly made with, with the nonsensical like, the confines, the rules of society now. A, a cartoon, I guess in my opinion, it isn't allowed to be as much as it can be. Anime is the only thing that I feel like because it's so unique, the premise of it and just what happens, and perhaps the fact that it's made in Japan. It's like they don't give a fuck about society's rules any like anymore or being PC because it's its own thing. It's so. I don't know, removed from all the nonsense that we're dealing with over here. All I know is about animes, especially 90s animes. They are very violent. Does does you like the violence? Oh, yeah. The blood. Like, it is obscenely violent. Uh, well, you're the one that told me, remember when uh, Dragon Ball Z went to Nickelodeon and they got rid of all the blood? They got rid of everything. Like, give me a little bit of blood. There's so many, like, limbs getting cut off and people shoving their arms through each other's chest. That's good stuff. It's bloody stuff. Made me the man that I am today. Absolutely. Uh, uh, that kind of goes back to Toonami a little bit. There's some dope kind of, I don't know if it's just Zoids. on Toonami or... You remember that? Zoinks? Zoids. Zoids. That does sound familiar. Zoids? Yeah, it was like... That oh, it sounds so or It was more like Gundam, but you mm. piloted mechs that were animals. Ooh, I do recall a little bit of that. I would need to see it, and I'll be like, oh, I told you. I, totally I think the, the first season was solid. After that, it kind of fell off. There were, like, early adult swim or just kind of, okay, teenage cartoons. Like, the newer Johnny Quest. 
where they had the 3D world they go into. I was like, this is insane. I never, I never 3D saw too much of that. It was dope. There was reboot. That was all 3D, which is like the the characters had like purple skin. I guess that was the closest thing to. Yeah. It's just new age Sailor Moon. You know, Tsunami. I do like the Mike Tyson show, which oddly resembles <laughs> '90s cartoons. The Mike Tyson. Yeah, Did the, you watch it at my place? Uh, I know what it is. At, He's just always in correction that. at your house. My house. Uh, no, I did not see it. Uh, oh, look, it's the uh, da, 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 SpongeBob episode. Dun, dun, dun. Um, Toonami had some great cartoons. What, 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 what? Hold on. What do I got here? Johnny Quest, Space Ghost, the real Space Ghost, not Space Ghost Coast to Coast. I saw a little the bit talk of it. Show. That was, it was actually kind of cool. Birdman. You know what uh, show surprised me that wasn't closer to our era? Mm. Scooby Doo. Oh my god, how we Good call, good call. so old. I was like at least 60s. So Shaggy and Scooby are absolute stoners, eating everything. My aunt told my mom that, oh, it's the devil, and my mom was like, hey, your aunt said this is a guy. What? Did your mom sit and watch an episode and be like, where is the devil? There's monsters, but they're not really monsters. They're just... I think the, the, the more conspiracy theory about it was that they were just getting out the van and they were just high as hell. Oh, absolutely. You know? Then uh, Freddy always be like, oh, Velma, get out of here so I can poke Daphne. Even Whatever. though everyone knows Velma was the truth. You think Velma was hotter than Daphne? Hands down. Really? Who don't like nerd, nerdy, thick women? Nerdy, thick. I mean, she was, she were thick. Good for Velma. Was Shaggy giving her a poking? Probably not. No? Who, where was Velma getting her life? Had to she... have been Scooby. Ah, <laughs> no, I'm playing, I'm playing. Oh, man. Uh, probably the, the ghosts. I was the, like, the like, she, like, as they're doing the little montage running down the hall back she and forth. Hers. She's definitely like, you just see the, the ghost just banging her foot forward. <laughs> oh, Velma. Oh, Velma. I mean, yeah, she's cute, though. Jinkies. Jinkies, she says. <laughs> uh, if we may... Um, Transition a little bit to 90s movies. Were there any like animated 90s movies that stick out to you? Or just movies in general? I mean, we got. There's so many good. I, mean, I, th- I think animated within a year. Movies. I mean, Disney movies come to mind it when it comes be to animation. Anything Tim Burton, right? Oh. So your. Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas? Yeah. What year did that come out? 93. 93? It's that old. Really? Yeah. That Pretty sure. ages very well. I mean, you can't. It's claymation. Oh, it wasn't. Yeah. What about? Uh, we were just talking about this. I just mentioned that the cat in Victoria. Um, Scooby Doo. Jack and the Giant Peach. Was Jack that, and the Giant was Peach 90s? was. Ah, uh, it's gotta be. Maybe like a '96. Jack James and the Giant Peach. Was James, it James and the Giant Peach? Yeah, that was wild. It was like part claymation, part real life. Yeah. And the ants go, like, they drive their car under the ocean. Like, Tim Burton's a wild man. That is some wild shit. Beetlejuice. The Scooby-Doo movie, Zombie Island. Zombie Island was dope. The the Hex Girls. Yeah. Oh, they're foxy. Um, I would say Disney kind of owned animated movies in the 90s. Oh, yeah. Uh, Like, Lion King. Pixar before they got bought out, right? Pixar, like... Because I did a bracket on the tap one time of just the best night, uh, Disney animated movies and then 3D movies. So then you should have the list down. What, uh, what are I don't recall. Uh, I gave it to Aladdin, to be honest with you. It was between Aladdin and Lion King. No. Mulan and Aladdin, I think, were in the finals. Possibly. Those are both 
awesome. But Lion Mul- King, Mulan would be better in my opinion. Mulan was epic. Mushu, Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy, his voice Solid. acting was insane. Uh, Aladdin, I think I gave it to Aladdin for the winner just because of the the Robin Williams, the the funniness of it was rest in peace. epic. It was so, rest in peace, Robin. But that final fight with Jafar was dope. But I'm not sure why. I was trying to be different. Uh, Lion King has to be. I'm looking back now. That is just so goat like. There's no. I get. Cr- I get chills thinking about the wildebeest running down. I don't know how old, what year it was, but for me, I think best Disney movie would be The Fox and the Hound. Ah, it was, that's one of those old ones that it, that slipped through my nets. I can respect it. I didn't see Robin Hood either with all oh, the animals. That's a good one, but that's got to be old. That's, it's very, oh, old. it's very old. Jungle that's, Book's old. Um, uh, I, King I, Arthur? Was it called King Arthur? Uh, that might be the Robin Hood one. No, 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 that's a different one. Oh, really? I uh, did not see King Arthur. Uh, maybe it's not called that. It's but he pulls the sword. He's got, there's the wizard in it. Ooh. There's that witch that turns into a dragon. Nee. That's like 60s as well. 60s. Yeah. No, there's definitely a good animated of old, but in modern age, no modern 90s, Toy Story was the truth. Yeah, that was just the concept of how it all uh. just we never we never seen anything like it before, which is incredible. That technology and how it came all smooth, the voice acting of it all, like it was just, like the voices. I would love to see the voice actors behind their characters and just see them lose their mind. Say the Ed and Eddies. Yeah. Or Dragon Ball Z, just having the guy scream into a goddamn microphone for 20 minutes. You remember uh, Meteor Man? Meteor Man? No. Meteor Man? Yeah. Who the hell's Meteor Man? Meteor Man. Not a Mexican cartoon. No, it's a. It was a movie. <laughs> Meteor. Not you mean Meteor. Rocket Man? Is it uh, animated? No, no, it's live action. Oh, I mean, people love Brave. I know Brave Little Toaster. Didn't watch it, but I saw. That's it. that's a solid. One. I saw the previews. Now that I'm older, when, now that I'm older, I'll probably cry if I watch that. Brave Little Toaster. Yeah. Never seen all through. Never seen. Uh, I would say it might have been an 80s cartoon, but my favorite animated Disney in all the biasness in all the land was uh, The Rescuers Down Under. The kids in Australia, he gets kidnapped by this guy, and like the two little mice have to go and save him. It's badass. No, I've never seen that. It's badass. Like the mice are like these heroes, the rescuers. And this kid gets kidnapped. Uh, and they go to Australia and they save his ass. It's dope. It's dope. It's animated? It's animated. It's sick. I've never seen it. Oh, it's so good. Um, but just 90s movies in general, like unanimated. Just the 90s. Meteor We're popping up. Meteor Man. You gotta watch it. It's a. Uh, <laughs> what's the premise? Get, tell me about Meteor Man. From what I remember, a meteor fell down and it gave this dude powers. <laughs> yeah. That's meteors do. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I mean, since it's um, October, I actually was making a list earlier today. Yeah, you know, what kind of scary movies you got for Sleepy me? Hollow. That was a Tim Burton one. Yeah, that was Johnny Depp. I don't Depp. think this is necessarily a scary movie, but I absolutely love it, even though it's pretty trash. It's mm. Spawn, back in 97. Oh, absolutely, with the... Ma- Michael Jai White. Michael Jai White and uh, John Solid. Leguizamo. Yeah, he played um, the Violator. Ooh, the Violator. Um, I don't mean to, like... To completely derail yeah, us, yeah, but yeah. like the Disney Channel, like those movies, like Johnny Tsunami, your fucking Brinks, oh Motocross, God. Can of Worms, Don't Look Under the Bed, 
Was it Double Trouble was one of them? Uh, like double Team with the double. two tall-ass ladies. Two all, like the no, twins. no, in my 30s, I think that's, that's, that's Double Trouble. You know? No, those movies were so iconic. One that... Um, Hocus oh, Pocus is a Disney one, right? I think so. Oh, uh, Halloween Town. Halloween Town. Halloween Town, Calabar. If I met, so Skylar and I will quote that movie all the time. Well, not the entire movie, but just one part where they're going uh, broom shopping for the witch. And the guy running it, like, there's this asshole in town, Luke. And yeah, he's just, yeah, like, yeah. He, he, like, kind of pushes things over. He's just this thug. And the guy's like, hey, man, that Luke dude, that guy is such a wiener. <laughs> <laughs> so, Skylar and I just... It's been over 20 yeah, years. That, we cannot that, st- that dude needs to get tuned up, bro. <laughs> Luke, he does. Well, he just gets his nose back at the end, like once they defeat Calabar at the end and uh, relight the candle within the town's pumpkin. And uh, God bless it. God bless it. Halloween Town. Solid. Uh, uh, but- yeah, Disney had some heaters. Yeah. Disney had some absolute heaters. One was a Wendy Wu Homecoming Queen. Ari showed me it. It is like the funniest kung fu. Like there's kung fu, Who but didn't it's... have the biggest crush on that actress? Huh? Who didn't have the biggest crush on that actress? Wendy Wu. Yeah. The, oh, the super, girl that played her. Super cute. Super. I think uh, Macaulay Culkin's banging her. Macaulay, she's, uh, they're married. They have a kid. They have a kid. Yeah. Good for Macaulay. He's off drugs. Oh man, that's good. That he, he beat you to it. Ah, uh, Macaulay, you son of a bitch, you fertile, blonde, goofy. I saw him recently on American Horror Story. Really? He was like a heroin addict. I mean, he played an okay part. You're just like, all right, it's Macaulay Culkin. Uh, I mean, I think he'd play a perfect part. He, he was uh, method acting. He never had a drug problem. He's method acting. Method acting. <laughs> you're not. You're drug not, jokes. You're not a scary movie guy, huh? Not really. Not unless they're like '80s, like really terrible movies, or just like the, the old. Thing. The thing I liked yeah, okay, with yeah. uh, Kurt Russell. Yeah, that thing was that, was that. That's genuinely scary. That's um, Signs was scary as shit. I do. I still remember I, my brother almost pissed himself watching uh, Signs. It was a scene <sighs> where the alien walked by. Oh, absolutely. That but was... the thing is, I guess I stood up and went walking to the bathroom. At that same time. So, so simultaneously, oh, he saw that no. and he panicked. Yeah. <laughs> Francisco. He straight up told me, he's like, yo, I almost peed myself. <laughs> no, I, but... I, I saw that in theaters with my dad. What that was say? so goddamn scary. I mean, Benny Gertz ain't gonna let you know if he's scared or not. But like, what? it was I paid to watch this. It was pretty goddamn scary. And like when they're in the basement and the hand goes over the kid's face, oh, like dude, there's some yeah. subtle jumps. You know, it's just crazy to me because they live in a farm. You think they'd have a bunch of guns? You I don't. Ca- I don't care that their vulnerability, or even, let's just say they're allergic to water, right? Yeah. Light them up. Anybody <laughs> is them. allergic to lead, po- <laughs> lead po- acute lead poisoning. <laughs> that is wow. I didn't even think about that. Swing away, Merle. He has uh, Joaquin Phoenix. If we were in that same situation, come on. Oh my God! It, it, there's it just be swing away and be like, light them up. Light them up, Martinez, and you're just like there's all the corn is just toppling over. New York Reload. Drop one, pick up the other. No, that would have been very different. It was the Martinez Ranch? It's like, it's like water. Oh my God, water's the cure to <laughs> I'm this the one alien. Of water, I can't swim. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, but uh, real quick, but like ye- the horror movies, it. That's another one. It, the 90s. old one the from the '90s with Tim Curry Dude. is laughable. That is not scary I, in any stretch of the imagination. The you it's know good. what? 
Uh, uh, Candyman scared the shit out of me. This may, uh, Candyman was I, super I am scary. I married to a woman. I'm going to say that for, to start this off. A woman? But uh, Tim Curry was actually a handsome dude. Yeah, well, I mean, Victoria his showed eyes... Me, Victoria showed me this this movie. Mm. Which I, I don't know what it's called. Rocky Horror Picture Show? Uh, is that where they're trying to find the killer? Uh, it's one where he's a tranny. No. Uh, that's a different one. Ah. No, but it's just like... He's a handsome dude. He's got this like creepy vibe to him. He's got a creepy vibe. I mean, his eyes are kind of bulging out of his head, but once he can get over that, they realize that he's a yours fish are, in human yours form. Yours are falling out your head as we speak. I mean, you know, like SpongeBob when he's sick <laughs> with the suds. <laughs> I don't know. I had to say that though because like I was watching. Uh, my, my wife wants to watch that movie with me because I've never seen it. The one I was just talking about that I don't know the name of. Indeed. And I was like, hey, damn, like. Tim Curry's actually nah, handsome dude. I, like I a, normally would see him like that's kind of a scary, ugly dude. He know? like walking down the street. You'd assume I've always liked him in his, as an actor. It's his, it's his laugh and his smile that scares the hell out of me. Oh, in Home Alone two, which I think is superior to Home Alone one. Nineties movies, he's just ah oh, fake. <laughs> he's just <laughs> smiling. Get back here, you little thief! And like like that part in Home Alone two. Hold on, I'm gonna change this episode. I don't scream, scream on the Ghostface. That one, Scream, like, it wasn't so much of a horror movie. What did that come out? 99? 96. Scream came out? Yeah. It was such a play on the rules of horror movies. Like, even uh, Jamie Kennedy's in it. He's like, no, no, if you have sex, that's when you die. If you do drugs, that's when you die. And Shaggy's in it, and he's one of the killers. And it's such a... It's not a spoof. It's not a comedy, but kind of. It was supposed, I don't know, it interesting was supposed take. to crack a joke on itself with being serious. It it had a serious air to it for sure, and I would need to watch it again. That's a classic. Courtney Cox is in it. David Arquette's in it. Courtney Cox. Um, yeah. She's still like pretty bombshell, isn't it? No, she had Who enough think, plastic no, oh, no. surgery to. Like at almost as much as Michael Jackson, not not nearly as much, but she looks like an absolute monster. Maybe now. I'm thinking about someone else. The one that came out in um, Halloween, and she's in the new Jamie Lee Curtis. No, not her. Oh. Even though she's in it, the the other girl looks a lot younger, and they're probably I, have, I haven't seen the new. Is it Halloween Ends? Uh, it's that one. It's Halloween, the 2018 one. Yeah. Halloween. Oh, Danny Trejo is in that one. He gets killed. No, that's that's a different one. Another that's how the Rob having, Zombie one. Yeah, the first Rob Zombie I'm not one. I'm talking about the Rob Zombie one. Oh, yeah. Well, God bless it, Martinez. There are all these Halloween. Oh what a franchise! There, all right, there's one I wa- I remember watching with Ari back in the day, and it was so absurd and ridiculous. It was Jason 2000, and when uh, honestly, but, and um, they're oh, in a God. house and they set up all these cameras, and uh, Buster Rhymes is in it, and he is one of that's the only people Jason. to survive. What? That's not Jason. Oh, that's, that's Michael Myers. Halloween, sorry, Michael Myers. My apologies. And he does karate. Oh, that's Halloween H2O. Uh, H2O or? I'm pretty sure it's Halloween H2O. Or 2K or I'm pretty whatever. Sure it's, it's, I think, year 2000. Yeah. And it is so absurd because they try, like, this is highly technological. It's, not, it's 2000s technology. Yeah. But he is this badass who knows karate and he's just... He probably saw the script and is like, nah, here's what's going to happen. <laughs> look, look, I don't know if Buster Raps can fight, but if he could, he'd probably be very dangerous. That man is huge. He's yoked. Yeah, He's he got jacked. back into it. I'm happy about that. Break your I've neck. I've always been a, a break, fan of him. Break your neck is a promise. Yeah. <laughs> that, is like, that is the song that Keith, when older brother Keith was a freshman in high school, he was playing a varsity basketball, right? Keith was balling. 
and they came out to break your neck. Like that's when they'd run around the court, and I was yeah, just yeah. like, like, break your neck, come on! <laughs> like, it was dope. No, uh, but, but then, we're talking about all those uh, villains, if you will, right? Villains. So it was Michael Myers. Yep. Jason. Leprechaun. <laughs> Scream. Freddy. Freddy's 80s, but they had some 90s renditions. No, they had 90s as well. Uh, yeah. I, I, let me toss um, Scar out there for you. Scar from Lion King, voiced by Jeremy Irons. Fucking phenomenal. Phenomenal. I'm about stuff that can kill you. Stuff that Scar can kill you. He's a cartoon. All right, you're talking horror movie. It's, hey, man, it's October. I got you. I, I, mean, have, I have not watched Jurassic Park scared the shit out That's of me. That's considered dude. a scary movie. I never knew that. Is that a horror movie? It's considered a horror movie. Really? I guess. I mean. I'd there is fear. They're running adventure. away from like the raptors. I'd say like horror oh, adventure. I'm a lost raptor. Hate me. It's. I guess it. Technic on technicality, I'd say it's like an adventure movie that is very frightening. I, I could have watched that shit. It was so scary getting eaten alive. Raptors, T Rexes, those two kids. I couldn't wait for them to die. I could not stand oh those those God. two. The boy and the yeah. little boy and girl yeah. pissed me. You off. know what? I've never been attacked by no dinosaur. Do you think you'd be able to... You versus a Velociraptor. What What's happening? I'm shooting it. Yeah. Oh, I mean, very first good. First of all, also, aren't they like the size of chickens? No, those are the copies. Maybe they're a little bit bigger in the movie, but... I, I feel like people would fare as... The same they would against a grizzly bear. People think they could take a grizzly bear, or even a black bear, or any bear I mean, one-on-one. I go black bear hunting every year. But if you didn't have your gun... And only had nine. Well, if it's a black bear, I think I am willing to say my odds are a lot better than a mountain lion. You think black? Would you rather take on? I mean, we're almost at the out, off the cuff portion of this the tap episode. Ten random questions. But would you be able? You would rather take on a black bear than a mountain lion any day? Hand are you to serious? hand combat? Yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to do no hand to hand combat. But if I had to hand to hand, yeah, I'm doing. I'm going head to toe with that black bear. Man, I I would go, I would go mountain lion. You're dead. You're I know, dead. I know, I'm dead. dead. I mean, anybody's dead going against mountain lion, black bear. Like, there's no survival. The average black bear up at Tahoe area. Those is, aren't real. That, that that's that is. I'm just saying, they're so domesticated. Well, I, I hunt around the El Dorado National Forest. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not that big. They're not. It's like their strength, though. Their 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 oh, their killing yeah, instinct. But, um, the thousands of years, millions of years. I mean, I think that, the, aver- the average black bear is, uh, around that area is probably going to be three hundred ish pounds. That ain't much. I, well, it's their strength here. Like, that's three hundred pounds of straight muscle and ferocity and killing instinct and claws. What a coincidence! We're on the same level. Indeed. <laughs> Your claws are manicured. They, the, your claws aren't, aren't grown out, it, it appears. I got this. You got that ring. 14-ounce gold carrot diamond ring. What if the bear had one of those rings on? You're like, oh, shit. <laughs> then it's a fair fight. Yeah, um, a mountain lion, my my plan, if and one was, if I'm lucky enough to see it coming towards that's, me. That's exactly it. They'll come up behind me, rip my throat out. Yeah, if I see one coming at me, which I won't, um, stick my left arm out, let it... Let the this big cat just completely munch down on it. I'm in pain, but then a surge of a, of adrenaline comes, and I'm gonna use my thumb and just try to poke out one of its eyes, maybe two, and I'll be one arm less than going into it. Uh, but I'll will have survived by like blinding this creature after throwing rocks at it and stuff. Do, do you see that video? 
of the guy, like, he's getting, like, the mountain lion's right in front of him. And he's like, you stay away. Stay away. And, like, the, the mountain lion pounces a little bit, yeah. kind of challenges him, mock, mock rushes him. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's even one of those in the Wild Boys. Uh, uh, a grizzly bear mock charges Manny. And just... Manny Puig. Manny Puig. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Uh, um, no, yeah. You're dead. You going to try the soju? Yeah, crack it up. I'm going to crack it after I take this piss. <laughs> Potatoes. Boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. Just an update. Uh, so we both came back from potty breaks, and uh, I'm looking down, text on the phone. Yvonne's like, hey, Aaron, check this out. Luckily, I didn't hear a zipper, so I look up, <laughs> and he's like, ah, I just get blinded by this fucking flashlight. <laughs> Uh, Martinez. So what? You what? Always have to have a flashlight. On. Always, always, always keep that thing on you. So what are we sipping on here? What is this Sunhari Apple, original co- uh, Korean flavored soju? What is this soju? Soju. Soju. Uh, it's like That's a wine. It. I, yeah, I guess so. Mm. I, mean, I know uh, sake is rice wine. This is more just flavored liqueur, if you will. I guess made from the dead bodies of the northern Korean murdered. You know, I don't know, but this reminds me. My buddy uh, Tandy is, is has his restaurant still open for another month, so you gotta make it out to Sacramento and get some sushi yo. Is it about to close? Yeah, Porque? Uh, they're finally gonna get a new location. Bigger. Oh, okay. The business isn't closing. They're just yeah. Spots. So he's gonna be gone for like eight months. He's gonna travel to Japan and study some more to get better at his craft. From Hattori Hanzo, perhaps. Oh. Maybe Chef Morimoto himself. Chef Morimoto. Uh, how racist of me. Cheers, Skull. It's so smooth. Like if you weren't told, if you weren't told that's an alcoholic beverage. You would sip that as gingerly as a soda. Perhaps. I mean, uh, we do that anyways at the parties. It's delicious. Oh, it's so good. Um, Yvonne Martinez. Yeah. Senor Sin Cara. Uh, we're here. We're videoless, but it's okay. This is theater of the mind, this this uh, voice recording. And it makes my job a lot easier. I don't have to edit any stupid-ass videos. Um, it's time for Off the Cuff. Off the Cuff. Ten random questions that... Or just about anything that may have something to do with what we've been talking about. They may not. Not even close. So uh, here we go. And I wrote it down. And I'm going to read these words to you in question form. Are you ready? Is your mustache ready? Always. What is your mustache's name? Sinkara. Sinkara. El Bigote. All right. Here we go. Uh, What is the greatest gun ever made? You, as a gun enthusiast. I hate to say it, but... uh... Well, I'm just going to go um, somewhat American in this because realistically, we love Hitler's buzzsaw. What's Hitler's buzzsaw? MG. I can't remember the last bit of that name, but it's just the machine gun that they made. That the Nazis used? It spits. The Nazis made it. Oh. Yeah. Uh, But I mean, my favorite's always going to be my uh, M240 Bravo. That's the one you had in the Marines, like your your heavy machine gun? Medium. Medium yeah. machine gun. Uh, any love for the AK-47? I, have, I absolutely love it. Yeah, just the durability of it. Yep. Like what makes that the gun? 47, 74, um, AKM, uh, RPKs, which is a variant, just the heavier versions. Mm. I mean, they're just solid. They just run. They just. Mikhail Kalishnikov was. You, right. You'd think that you know these communists wouldn't be able to make something that would last longer than three days, but they made something everlasting. Uh, it's used all over the world. I mean, the Chinese variations weren't 
as great, but they're extremely popular now from like the Norinco models. Mm-hmm. Absolutely love those. Oh, well, um, good for them. They're killing prowess. Uh, uh, number two, number two. Oh, this question. Uh, have you ever, did you ever poop your pants in the Marines during training or just otherwise out on the field? No. Anything like that? No poopy pants? No, I mean. Any pee pee pants? You, you, I, once. Once? Yeah. Were you laughing? No, uh, well, I mean, I guess. It was just, <laughs> I was behind a machine gun and, uh, started raining. It wasn't pee, Martinez. Yeah, no, yeah. If I, you're firing a machine gun, you are jizzing your pants. <laughs> Debatable, right? Yeah. That's a debate. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was just raining a lot and I really had to go and we were shooting and I was like, you know, I mean, this is as good a place as any. Does anybody know this until now? All no, the followers I, I, of the tap. Everybody, it didn't matter. You guys, hey guys. I was warm for three seconds. That's a great three seconds. Because it was cold. My God. Oh, so that's why you did it. It was a strategic. It was a storm. It was cold, and I couldn't get up off the gun. So it, it was strategic. Were you just like, like everything like, I do? Wait, was it just like your pants just start steaming like Martinez? <laughs> what the hell's going on here? The problem is I had Gore-Tex on, so it kind of you know it got stuck in there. Oh yeah. my goodness! Now the things you've told about your training just I feel like more dangerous than combat itself in some ways, which is <laughs> how you had to prepare for it. It's stupid. Um, number three. Okay, I always and somewhere in the off the off the cuff questions I have to ask. It's uh, one-on-one naked combat between two individuals. It is balls and brains, uh, possibly oiled up, however you imagine it. Uh, Rick Flair versus Rick James, one-on-one naked combat to the Rick death. James is winning. Rick James yeah. over Rick Flair. Absolutely. Have you seen his feet work? I have not seen his feet work. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Where do you see his feet work? Everywhere. Stay with that beats. So, uh, but the feet work. I mean, does he survive the figure four leg lock? I feel like Rick w- Flair Rick would get him. that. Rick ain't gonna touch him. Not gonna touch him. Nah. How does Rick James dispatch Rick Flair? What's uh, the killing blow? The amount of drugs that man has done, he's gonna be Rick. Like Flair. he could have his neck snapped, and he he's just still coming at just you. Just puts it back yeah. on. <laughs> Oh, While Super Freak is going on in the background, <laughs> he's singing it. <laughs> what a song to die to. <laughs> Does Ric Flair put up a fight? I mean, he like let's Ric Flair fucking Flair baby. I mean, back in the day, yeah. I mean, the guy in their was massive, prime. I'm talking. They were on steroids I'm and all talking sorts of drugs. Eighties coked out. Apparently, Ric Flair never did coke. Never did coke. He's just an alcoholic. So I find that very hard to believe. I find it extremely hard to believe. But the that's why his hair it. was so blonde. It wasn't his natural color. It was He's, cocaine. He was just all about just the hype, the excitement of the moment. I mean, and the copious amounts of alcohol, like the amount of alcohol. A lot of people that you'd think would be on drugs, and they're not. They're just dumb. (sighs) It's just... (laughs) Rick James, I mean, he is on more coke. He he has enough coke to... The coke rock that he sniffed would sink the Titanic. Absolutely. Uh, I could see him winning. Like, a lot of desperation. Like, just murder. But he died shortly thereafter to his wounds. Ric Flair puts up a fight. I feel like, well, Ricky wouldn't go down without a fight. Or a couple of wounds. I said what I said. Uh, I, I hear you. I guess you're allowed to have an opinion. Number four. Uh, all right. If you were a cartel boss, it, I didn't come with this question just because you're Mexican, but if you were a cartel boss, you're the head honcho, and you guys had a calling card, like the way you executed people, what would be like your way of executing people? Like, oh my God, this is uh, El Martinez. I'm a pacifist. El Bigote. I'm a pacifist. Pacifist? Yeah. Oh, so like you just let him starve to death or what? I'm just a pacifist. I wouldn't hurt anybody. How you? Oh, a cartel boss that doesn't hurt anybody. The hell you think this is? Come on. Who would you, how would you kill, how would you kill somebody? You've told me some insane things you would do to people. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, oh, 
I got you. You would never, you would never hurt a fly. Never. I got you. I feel like let somebody live to the old age. It's like ah. So they can live in regret. Live in regret. Their yeah. Actions. Life is a far more devastating penalty than death. Sometimes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I I hear. You. I, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Number five. What is the greatest dish in all of Mexican food? Oh, man. All of it. I've already said this, actually. Last time, it's just going to be bean and cheese tacos. Bean and cheese tacos? They're solid. Made by your mother? It's my boy, Brad Prescott. Sam was good. Um, Bean and cheese tacos? Simple. Uh, what, What kind of tortilla? Corn. Corn? Yep. No carne, like you gotta give me something a little more exotic. No, no I ceviche, mean, if we're really, if we're like really quesadillas. Yeah, if get, if let's we're really let's, gonna go there. Let's go it's there. Gonna it's, a tap. it's gonna be mole. Chicken the the mole. soup? No. Is it mole soup? No. What is mole? It's like a spicy chocolate sauce on chicken. You've chocolate had it, you, sauce on kit on Aaron, chicken. You grew up on it when you'd come over to my mother's house. <laughs> I know, like your mom's cooking is unparalleled. And You've like, had it so many times. I've had a lot of good food at your mom's house. Spanish rice. Is Spanish rice the best of rice? My mother's rice is the best of rice. Yeah. It's good. It is good. You didn't even have some at the party. I didn't? No. Uh, didn't I have some? Actually, you, yeah, you, you warmed would, up some tamales. Yeah, Those were delicious. You, you came home your mom's the, pork tamales. Bomb.com. They're delicious. Uh, Taco Bell is not real Mex- Mexican food. I mean, burritos are hard to beat. Like a carnitas burrito, like that crispiness is so delicious. There's um, just spitballing of Mexican dishes. You gotta, I, I mean, you I, gotta come to Los Angeles with me one of these days. Some street tacos, Compton um, and Vernon, like right a cheese quesadilla. The intersection. I, so at Trejo's Tacos in LA, uh, fried chicken cheese quesadillas, like crispy slices of fried chicken in the quesadilla itself, with some sour cream to dip it in. No nah, man, delish. I like la carreta. What's La Carreta? It's in the intersection of Compton and Vernon. What's that? In LA. It's oh, or like the, the food. Oh, just good food. Oh, man. That's amazing. They have gunpowder in it? In Compton? Everything. Everything. Toto. Every time every time I go there, it, you know, I have my my, th- my couple things I have to do every time I'm down south. Mm. Let's go visit my old barber. Got to get a haircut from him. Of course. Got to go to Porto's. Porto's. Yep. What's Porto's? Uh, it's a Cuban bakery. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. You, they have yeah. potato balls. Yeah. Delicious. Yeah. Oh, those are yeah. dynamite. Yeah. And then got to go to La Carreta. That sounds pretty good. Yeah. And now Frankincense, too. Frankincense? Another Mexican joint? Frankincense. No, it's the place that, uh, that warehouse where I got you that poster. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the nerd store. Yeah. Very good. Uh, what, what would you say is like, a very unsung hero of Mexican dishes, of uh, Hispanic cuisine that perhaps white people haven't exploited yet for nopales. their own. What's that? Nopales. What's nopales? Cactus. Really? How was yeah. it made? Was it? I mean, you can grill them up. You can have them in some eggs. But the way I like them, it's like a almost like a pico de gallo, but with. Is it just like shavings or chopped up? Chopped like up. yeah, chopped up. It's like kind of all right, all right, all right. That could be pretty good. It's delicious. What kind of flavor? Is it like a citrusy? Like what kind of flavor does it add? I mean, it kind of has its own. A something. It's a little bit of slime in there. Honestly. Nah, not big on slime and consistency. Not big on, like, say, lengua. You got to put a decent amount of lime in there. Yeah. It neutralizes it. It's, it's solid. A tip of the cap to your chorizo quesadillas. My so God. Fine. With the, what's the cheese you use? Oaxaca, Oaxaca cheese? Oh, my God. Let's go. Yeah, I get that chorizo from Toledo's over where I used to live by. In yeah. Sacramento. 
Solid. <sighs> Let's to this day. Let, let, I'm, I'm gonna just take liberties yeah, yeah. and pour your alcohol. To this day, every time I go there, that uh, the uh, the cashier, yeah. super friendly to me. Anytime I go there with my wife, she looks really upset. Oh, oh, because she she wants a a bite. Does she? Oh, that or papers? Oh yeah. <laughs> no, what I think it is is because Victoria looks Hispanic, but she's not. Victoria's like an omni person. She can be Oriental. She can be white. She can be black. No, I'm joking. But it. Uh, she's like a future person but where be, she fits but beca- in. But because she's Asian, but looks Hispanic when she they talk to her, she doesn't speak English. They seem to get upset. So they, so they probably see me with her. And on top of that, she looks real, uh, way younger than she is, and I look way older than I am. So they're like, look at this pervert. I know. I was going to say, you cradle robin son of a bitch. Uh, I need someone to take care of me in my old age. Indeed. Oh, my goodness. Soju. The truth. Uh, another question. Another pregunta for you. We do a pot on just Hispanic cuisine general my I'm god about it. I'm about it. dia de los muertos is coming up talk about we didn't talk about pan dulce we didn't talk about churros oh. we didn't talk about um Actually, leche uh no, no uh, tres leches i hate um, i hate pumpkin spice stuff but my wife loves it and i'm pretty sure cat loves it too mm. cats are roommate of course um not just a random cat uh you know i'm gonna probably make some uh pumpkin spice churros do you make oh, and let me know when you have that when you make that i want to eat Holly it on monday on um, oh very good um that the mexican leche was um there's leches no 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 no, not the cake like the the white like the the it looks like milk horchata 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 with a little bit of rum in it horchata with some tequila in it yeah. that's delicious uh you said churros already um, are we missing anything? Oh, you're fuck the elote. Oh my god, Dude, the sweet that's corn, a hit, bro, bro. It's bro. so good. I, I put um, so you can get them at Kona Ice, an elote cup, which is pretty good. A, a little pricer like than mine. what I want to spend. It's not nearly as good. Come on now. But you get the sweet corn, and I got takis instead of um, flaming hot Cheetos in it. Takis, and it's just but it's, bomb.com. It's the sauce that I make. The that sauce sends it over the edge. There's also like the Really good ceviche with like the little shrimp in it, a little little something, little little nice little spices, pizzazz. God bless Mexican food. Uh, for it, all right, cartel boss, greatest Mexican dish of all time. Um, what is your favorite quote from the original Fast and the Furious movie? Year two thousand and one, not a nineteen nineties movie. Nos, <laughs> nos. <laughs> the guy, the guy in the steak spit skin pants. That's his cousin Lance. <laughs> Probably, you can have uh, any brew you want. As long as it's a <laughs> Because the Buster brought me back. Why'd you bring the Buster back to the fort? <laughs> the fort. Dom Toretto had a meeting with everybody. You guys, this is not the house. We're calling it the fort from now on. Because <laughs> the Buster kept me out of handcuffs. The Buster brought me back. Talk about Dom's sister in that movie. My eh. God, no, Joanna Brewster. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Michelle Rodriguez. Hands, dude. I had the, I've had the biggest crush on Michelle Rodriguez. My then and now, life. and now, dude. Her, she's not even bad in in SWAT. She's good. She's still looking good these days. In, not in even Machete. bad in SWAT. She was hot as hell she, in SWAT. Spicy, a girl that can shoot and kick ass. She's good. She was good. Why you think I have my wife go shooting with me, and now she's clacking weights in the gym? She's strong as can be. 
You accidentally say Michelle instead of Victoria. <laughs> I got in trouble a couple <laughs> times. <laughs> she understands, of course. <laughs> she know, she agrees with me. She knows. <laughs> she, uh, Dom, I, just, I mean, Yvonne. I, I just watched um, the Dungeons and Dragons movie. It's not bad, right? I love her character. It's wacky. She's a badass yeah. in it. Yeah. But it's like, it's wacky and silly because that's what Dungeons and Dragons you is. You know there's an original one? Yeah, with Michael, uh, with oh, uh, Jeremy Irons. I just saw it. It's ridiculous. I wanted to gouge my eyes out, don't, and I love horrible movies. Don't, dude, it is bad, man. That's why movies. I love the horrible 80s horror movies. They're just, it's a, it's porn-like acting, but the porn never comes. The acting's just that bad. <laughs> it just never comes. <laughs> the only reason I watch them. Oh, I just think there's going to be a payoff. Um, other than Espanol. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. It's your favorite animal. Favorite animal? See. Oh, that's a tough one. Yeah. I mean, I've always loved tigers. Those are, they're pretty sick. Uh, that's just such a d- generic. White and black or orange and black? Oh, orange and black. That's such a g- generic thing to say, though. It's okay to so have. No, I think my, no, frog no, guy my myself. favorite one is for sure gorillas. Silverback? Yeah. There's a bad Just the fact that most people, you know... You mistake me for one, that's... Ah, that's, go- that's your gamer tag, Goonrilla. Yeah. Talk about a fight that nobody would ever win. One-on-one with a gorilla, you are you are going to be turned inside out. Even if I had a gun, I'd be like, in order to defend myself against any animal, I'm shooting. But against a gorilla, I'd be like, damn, am I really going to well, shoot, shoot him down? No, you just shoot yourself. When you when faced with a gorilla, use your gun to shoot yourself before it kills you. In I, mean, such I, I literally got a gorilla tail on me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Don't tell your mother. Yeah. So we'll, we'll do this whole entire podcast again in Spanish. <laughs> your mom can listen. <laughs> uh, oh, gosh darn it, Kristen. Uh, that's a work call that I'm going to deny because I'm doing a podcast. Uh, number eight. Uh, what other language would you want to speak? You are bilingual, English and Spanish. Uh, in between Russian... Japanese, and maybe like uh, Arabic. Ooh, yeah. why it's Russian like, or Arabic? Japanese is a given. That's a they're very lucrative point. nowadays. Oh, is this surely? Uh, yes, yes, yes. They are not bad, not bad. And yeah, they're like kind of cool. Japanese, so I can watch animes the way they were intended to be watched. And I just no all due respect. To the Japanese voice actors, I feel like American, like the dubbed versions of animes, the American voice actors, is probably obviously biased, probably obviously biased, is biased because I speak the language, I understand it, and maybe it would mean more if I, if I could understand Japanese in such a way, but the American, like the voice acting is so good, it's so good, I love the voices. I mean, that's just because so they iconic. do a good job. They pick good actors, yeah. voice actors. But I think if you knew both languages, you'd say hands down Japanese would be the way to go. <sighs> I would say so. Because there's the iconic... I mean, they all even say Americans. They say JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, one of my favorite animes of all time. Uh, Grandpa JoJo just, oh, no! And there's the famous quote from Dio and probably the most famous of seasons in all of anime, the Starcross Crusaders, when Dio stops time, oh, Morda! Like, you can do... It's just... The way he yells it, and just... I'll try to get that sound clip so people know what the fuck I'm talking about. But you know what I'm talking about. The world! It's it's fantastic. I don't watch that show. It's fantastic. You would like it. You would like it a lot. Um, oh, Victoria got me watching... Uh... 
the way of the house husband. <laughs> She's trying to train you, huh? Is that what the ex Yakuza member? Yeah. The way of the husband. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, she's, she's like, this is what I picture you and Lola Bear do when I'm gone at work. Do you like it? It's sick. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I like like in any the anime. guy, the guy clearly suffers from PTSD. Yeah, horribly, and I love it. <laughs> I think in any anime, if you give it the time of day, you're gonna find something about it that you like, or at least a character you identify with. Yeah, yeah. I really enjoy that one. I, I've seen it. it's on Netflix. It's pretty cool. Um, hot or cold weather. Cold. cold weather man i'm too big i'm too big for hot weather i got you i've been i've been in enough hot weather in my lifetime here's the question of questions and you know moss soju so the soju help you with the lift what are you lifting today squats squats um, oh i'm going silly, for silly question. a max hopefully what's your max what you going for today <sighs> hopefully just 450 which is what i wanted to get to the, uh, at the end of the year i hit 405 which is on bench which is what i wanted just to get 450 you say just 450 i used to hit 650 quantos reps reposados bro just one just the one i'm old and broken mind you actually, <laughs> old and broken your last, your last squatting podcast, 400 I, I mentioned that I, I did 750 on squat it's actually 650 on squat it was 750 on deadlift uh terrible just terrible yeah but i'm not there anymore so if i can get at least a portion it's of it, probably healthier not to be lifting that much probably but we're not gonna listen to probably it's power it's all about power and strength i'm gonna go one way and one way only all right strong strong and um actually I, I, here's a question for you is it wrong to be strong you be, you be the, the judge. judge chris pontius is the strongest Mm. This soju is delicious, sir. All right. This question is just for my delight. What is the greatest food the white man has ever created? Mayonnaise. Is mayonnaise I guess, an instrument? I guess, I guess the question is, what food have you created? Uh, Taco Bell is probably the whitest food ever conceived. Inspired mightily. Um, hamburgers? They're not American. Those are like European, yeah. Or the sandwich. Are you not talking about American? Like American white. I mean, I guess European whiteies, I suppose. Which there's a whole lot of cuisine. France. I've been watching The Bear, so there's a lot of food involvement. So I guess. I don't know what's the. All right, let me rephrase the question. What's the whitest food you can think of? A casserole. <laughs> I didn't have my. First. What, what, I, kind, I had, what kind of I, casserole? What kind of casserole? I had my first casserole Green ever beans. with you. It's not bad though, right? No, especially, it was especially good. My mom was, was like, making it. Yeah, it yeah. was in Tahoe. I'm pretty sure. Oh my god, that's right! I'd give yeah. it to your mom that you wouldn't drown in Lake Tahoe. Yeah. Uh, casserole is dope. My, I am blessed with aunts that can cook and bake their asses off, including grandma. Um, casserole is fairly quiet. Uh, my goodness. Lasagna is nice. I guess uh, Italian. That's whatever. You are. I don't know. Cultural appropriating over here. Oh my God. Tis my right. Tis my white. I got (laughs) to teach you how to cook, bro. I can cook a little something. I've been getting better and better. Who's the best cook you know? This sounds narcissistic. Debbie Gertz. I know you're good. No, 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 no. Check this out. Check this out. Beside your mother. Besides my mother. Hold on. Between you and Lillian's husband, Nick. Okay, because I was going to say, not to sound narcissistic, I know I know I'm in the running. Oh, for sure. I know you I'm are, in the running. If I could think of like the four like of our age, you, Lil's husband, Nick, is amazing. Steph, 
the my cousin slash uh, duplex mate over there, she bakes this apple pie cheesecake during the holidays. It is Christ Almighty! It is delicious. It is so good. Uh, Skyler, really good with his Traeger. Obscenely good yeah, with it. Like, I, I'll I'm, give it to him. I'm I'll not, give it to I'm, him. I'm, I'm, I, ain't got, I ain't got the money like that. I bought a camp shop. Ah, <laughs> you doing an OG? No, your food though, it it never disappoints. It'll never it. It's it's top notch. Are, yeah, are, are you okay? Huh? Are you okay admitting that? I'll edit this this podcast plenty. But <laughs> Martinez. The food. We'll talk. We could even have an entirely another. Like every time we do a podcast, I think of okay, we can do a million other podcasts on a million different other I subjects. Mean, what, what, break me down. What am I about? Guns. Guns. Cooking. Cooking. Lifting. Cartoons. Cartoons. Lifting. You say cars. Yeah. Say uh, cars. Yeah, yeah. Cars. Uh, mustaches. Tattoos. I and got, just straight nerdiness. Like we didn't even talk about like straight anime. We could have just done all anime today but we've like just kind of bounced around a little bit you know the thing is things. we need to actually sit down and get the list together get the people what they want we're people they, got a, the people got a taste this is basically the two brain cells i have left talking right now they're working. You're not even here i'm not <laughs> they're just i broke around. into your house you're still at work <laughs> i'm just a brain cell this is all a figment of your imagination people can't see it on video so it's all in their mind it's two yvonne marty have one white brain cell one mexican brain cell yeah, no, you know that's a actually, blondo. That's actually one of my biggest flexes about tattoos. What's that? You can't see any of them. Well, wait till we can. Just oh. get the straight yakuza, just straight like nothing down the, the middle. The only way you're gonna see them is if I drop my pants. And at that point, you're either very lucky or you're very cursed <laughs> <laughs> or not. No, I. This is a situation I just hope to never find myself in. By God. Well, Martinez, thank you for coming onto the show, onto the tap. Always a pleasure. Your second time. Maybe next time we'll get some video in, but for right now, let them hear the if voice. You redact my, my face. Re- redacted. Consider it redacted. Any uh, any shout-outs you'd like to give before we uh, tie this bad boy up? I mean, if anybody's going to be in the Sacramento area, just go to Sushi Yo. Sushi Yo. Before he shuts down. That got you. Shout it's out. so good. Shout-out to Jusco right next to G Street Vunder Bar. Who knows when it's open? <laughs> it's always open. It's never open. I love that place so much. <laughs> it's not that good, but it's I ne- love it. That's why we love it. But, all right, Martinez. Muchas gracias, senor. To everybody listening, take with us. Thank you for listening. I love you. Good day. Mm. You lose. Good day, sir.